Welcome to the House School Podcast. My name is Shane Allen from the Anthony Butera team with Keller Williams here in Rochester, New York. Joined as always by my good friend and yours, Justin Kiesel from All County Home Inspections. Justin, hello. What's the haps, my friend? Oh, we're good, man. Another day, another dollar. Uh, we are going to talk today about chimneys because, you know, here in Rochester, it, the weather's going to change real soon. Oh, yeah. we're, now, we're now getting into the fall. I know the pumpkin spice stuff is out. People already have their Halloween decorations out. My neighbor has already uh, decorated their yard a month ago, just so everybody knows. You, really? you, can't, you can't beat my neighbor. Oh, yeah. Skeletons, everything all over the yard. It's ready yeah, to get totally there. for that. They've been ready. I, so, but I just mean to say sooner than later, you're going to be clicking on your furnace and things are going to be heating yeah. up. You're going to be looking at your fireplace and thinking, you know what? Let's all join hands around the fireplace and dance the uh, tootly do. I don't know what families used to do before well, televisions, but I think the bills are playing. The bills are playing. Put the fire on. Put the fire on. Josh Allen's, you know, flipping the biscuit around on the TV. Yeah. So, Justin, let's talk about chimney inspections. So, and there's there's a difference, right, between what a home inspector is doing with a chimney inspection and then what, like, a full-blown chimney inspection is doing, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, what you alluded to was... What is usually broken down into level one, two, and three. So a level one chimney inspection is what is essentially included in a home inspection. Um, It's a visual inspection, mainly of the exterior. Um, It begs to answer the question, is it going to fall over on anybody? Um, That's about where it ends. Um, a level two chimney inspection is where a camera is usually ran up the interior of the flue and um, conditions are observed where we're looking for like excess creosote buildup, damage or perforations to the flue liner, um, any reason why it's not safe to burn wood in. So that's the question that a level two is, is looking to answer. And a level three is exhaustive and comprehensive usually entails uh, removal of actual pieces of the chimney. So that's usually reserved for commercial ends of things and mm. um, like a, like metal stove pipes of, of some kind. So, okay. um, so we don't usually do those, but I am certified to do level two chimney inspections. So um, I do those fairly regularly. And that's something you definitely recommend to people that are, moving into a place and they're thinking like, we're going to be using this fireplace. Yeah. If they're, if they're looking to burn wood in their fireplace, then definitely absolutely have it looked at before um, because truly and honestly, probably 80% of the chimneys I look at are not safe to burn wood in. Um, We inspect to a fairly high standard. It's set forth by the national fire protection agency. Um, so we adhere to the guidelines put forth there. Um, but yeah, most of the ones that I look at are not not good to burn wood in. Because let's talk about the maintenance of a chimney then. Mm-hmm. At what point did these homeowners mess up? Is it they're supposed to get cleaned every single year? Yep. Every year? 
So it's good to do that. It's going to depend on how much you use it. Um, but honestly, where where they mess up is is it's not the cleaning of the inside of it that usually is is making it fail. Um, it's everything that's happening on the outside of it. So if there is no spark screen on the top of your flue, water will just get right down inside the flue itself. And that is going to damage the interior of that flue liner. The other thing is the wash or the crown or the splay, which is basically a concrete cap that goes over the top of the chimney and it surrounds your flue. Um, and that is then to, is that it's there to shed water off the top of the chimney. Mm-hmm. So if that gets cracked or deteriorated or generally falls off, which I've seen in the past, mm-hmm. water is going to run down the actual chimney um, and get in between the flue liner and the chimney itself. It's going to deteriorate all the masonry. It's basically going to rot it out from the inside. And that's, and that's where we find all the problems, voids, cracks, um, spalling, all kinds of stuff. Okay. Which is something, you know, your people aren't just going to see by sticking their head up in there and, and, and see it. You're going to need a camera. Usually. Yeah. Um, if you want to, if you want to be on top of keeping your chimney in good shape, if you can, uh, if you're comfortable with it, if you can, uh, if you've done it in the past, you can get up on your roof and you can take a look at the actual crown. If you have cracks in it, they need to be filled. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you don't have a spark screen on the top of your chimney, you really should have a spark screen on the top of your chimney. A lot of the stuff you can also just see from the ground, or if you have a pair of binoculars, you can see it closer. Okay. Um, you know, I don't get on every roof as we've, as we've talked about in the past, but I can usually see a lot of these problems from the ground, or I can see indications of these problems from the ground. Gotcha. Now, this is an aside, but have you ever seen a chimney that looks like it's big enough that, let's say, a man of 5'6", about 350, could possibly get down it, uh, let's say, on December 25th? Yeah. With such a speed that he could do it in multiple homes in one night. Do, have you ever seen a chimney like that? Um, not here. Okay. Not okay. here. I just want know, to make the, sure. I think I know what you're talking about, and yeah. um, the mystery continues. Okay. And uh, this is also another side, but uh, chimney, you know, cleaners they they aren't just covered in soot as soon as they step into your door, right? Uh, like no. like I was led to believe in cartoons <laughs> and in uh, no, they're not they're not like pig men walking around with the cloud puffins. Okay. <laughs> All right, because that seemed like it would be not so great for them as a job. No. Okay. No, I, I would imagine a lot of the clients, especially the ones that actually take the time to, you know, take care of their chimney, don't want don't want someone like that in their living room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, that probably would be bad luck in the neighborhood if the guy that was chimney <laughs> walks out. He's just he's leaving. Like he like- just got out of a coal mine. He's leaving black footprints on the on the ground on the way up. Yeah, yeah. It's like God. What are they burning in there? Yeah. 
and, and speaking of, I don't know. This is this is something you can speak to, but you know, is there is there wood that you should and should not be burning in there? Is there like chimney? Absolutely. Okay. So what what do people got to be looking for? So um, what you want to use is seasoned hardwood okay and and seasoned hardwood means it's it's not it's not softwood it's it's hardwood it's oak it's cherry it's an it's like a it's an old growth it's a tight grained wood okay um and seasoned means it's it's sat out to dry for an entire season which usually means a year um so it has to be very dry it takes a long time not peppered no gotcha um, so it takes a long time and it has to be very dry. Um, and that is going to burn hotter and cleaner. Um, and it's not going to produce as much creosote. So what a lot of times people do is they go out in the backyard or they chop up their Christmas tree after it's all done. And they <laughs> oh, put no. it in the fireplace. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Okay. They put it in the fireplace. Don't ever do that. Yeah, burning pine in a fireplace is always a bad idea because it, it produces a ton of tar and creosote. Sure. Uh, and also if it's wet, if it's green wood, it does the same thing. Um, never burn garbage in your fireplace. You know, I know you want to burn like bills and stuff like that. Just don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. it. It's it's all bad for your fireplace. So uh, what's the difference then with the inspections if somebody has turned their uh, into a gas fireplace? Totally different. Yeah. Totally different. If you're going to put a gas insert in, you do not need a level two chimney inspection because what they're going to do is they're going to put in a, a new vent, a stainless steel vent that goes from the top uh, down to the unit. Okay. Sometimes they go out the back, but not usually. Um. And then you're going to have, it's not, it doesn't matter what your, in the interior of your flu liner looks like at that point. Um, in fact, a lot of times after I'm done doing a chimney inspection, the conversation then transitions into how much is a gas fireplace? Because sure. that's usually the easiest way to, to, to remedy the issue. Like if you, if you want to be able to use the space, um, you put in a gas fireplace because gas burns at a much lower temperature and it's going to have its own independent vent. So it doesn't matter what your chimney looks like anymore. Okay. See a lot of those, um, you get a lot of these store bought type fake electric fireplace type of deals. Yeah. Have you ran into a lot of those during your home inspections? And yeah, you mean like those cause issues? They're basically space heaters, right? That's what yeah. you mean. The ones yeah, on exactly. wheels and stuff. Yeah. No. I mean, Space heater rules apply to those two, you know, like how many times it it happens every single year, you know, there's a fire in the middle of February because there's eight space heaters running in a house. Mm. Like they draw so much, so much, uh, current, it draws so much juice out of the wall. Um, and unfortunately a lot of times people plug them into extension cords that just cannot handle the amount of, of electricity that flows through them. So they get hot and they can start fires. So, you know, if, if you can use it responsibly, it's, they're good, Mm -hmm. but, um, 
but generally speaking, you know, all all of uh, the space heater rules still apply. That's funny because we I was just talking about with uh, with Mark on the the Gentleman's Club podcast. There's a there's a wedding venue in town where every single outlet has been on fire at some point. Oh my god! And they really? have, they have not changed them out. And you'll go there and you'll be like, okay, this was clearly charred, and it looks like it was recently charred. And they're like, oh yeah, yeah the, the DJ is using it last night. You're good. You can plug in there. <laughs> oh like, my god! Okay, here we go. Hope that my extension cords are the ones that Justin is talking about. Because wow, bye. yeah, uh, that place. I don't think it's a. It's going to be lasting much longer. It might actually be closed already. I'm not sure. Oh really? <laughs> Anywho, back to chimneys. Um. I think we covered a lot here. Is there anything else you want to touch on as far as just the, you know, the chimneys go? Is there, you know, we talked about kind of like the components of the chimney. Is there something like, I guess in the room that the chimneys in that people need to be looking out for, or like around the chimney on the interior of a home. There's a lot of stipulations as far as uh, clearances go, as far as chimneys. I mean, we can go into it for a long time. Yeah. I sat through, I sat through a six hour seminar one time. Only on chimneys. Okay. So there, I mean, there's a lot you can you can get into. Um, I would say, generally speaking, um, for if you have a fireplace in your house, always have a smoke detector within 15 feet or or 15 feet away from it, but in the okay. same room. Um, always have have that on hand. Make a safety plan. You know, um, have it inspected. You know every year is, is what the national fire protection agency recommends. Um, but, but just always be responsible with the fireplace. You have a fire in your house. Yeah. You know, you're controlling a fire in a little, in a little box in your house. So, but here's the thing, Justin, I, I watched a lot of alone on, uh, you know, oh, yeah. on Hulu and those, yep. those guys, and the, when they're doing the cold ones, all those people have a nice fireplace in their little hut and they seem to be making it work. So I, you know, I got, I've got confidence that the people of Rochester can figure oh, that one guy problem. burned his, his hut down. That's right. I didn't see that one. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to brush <laughs> past that one. Cause I think he had to leave after that. Yeah. He burned his own little hut down. He burned his hut down. Yeah. You've got to get a home inspector on those huts and everything. Ooh. That would be, that's the other show. That's the show Ooh. you got to pitch Justin. The after inspection, be like, mm, not this bad. is not uh, this door made out of hide, not up to code. <laughs> no, no, a bear could get right through this. Yeah, very little ventilation. That was another one. Somebody had a fireplace, and they were like, they were just smoking themselves out every single night and just oh, waking man. up like they couldn't breathe. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's happening. It's like, well, I can see on the cameras, I can't see you. You know, it's clearly you're smoking it's, this place it's, up. You're fogged out. So say say again, what is it? The National National Fire Protection Agency, the NFPA. Okay. So uh, they're the they're the place to go to for as far as like best practices with your chimney and fireplace and as a as a homeowner. I believe so. I would okay. start there for sure. Okay. Cool. I know that uh know local fire departments and stuff like that thing they'll do some stuff every every once in a while, I think, too. But um oh yeah yeah they they'll give out smoke detectors and stuff sometimes they'll install them so I would look into it always cool 
Well, yeah, we just wanted to give you guys kind of a brief overview of chimneys, like Justin said. And there's a lot that goes into them. And uh, if you're looking at houses that have one, definitely get Justin in there to check it out because he's done it to my place. He's, he's run a camera up my joint and uh, that shut yeah. down any idea of me having a fire there for a while and uh, really did move up that uh, idea of putting a gas insert in there because, yeah, yeah, you would benefit from a gas one. Yeah. In your space. Yeah, I did sure. put I did put a cap on it. I went up there on the roof, did it myself. Yep. And uh, that helped to keep we had some bird issues for a little bit. So that's that's helped out a lot. Oh, yeah, that's right. But um, yeah, cool. That's Justin from All County Home Inspections. Thanks for tuning into the House School podcast. If you have a topic you want us to cover, hit us up. Um, you can find our how to message us either on the Anthony Butera team website or the All County Home Inspections website. Until next time, I'm Shane. That's Justin. Thank you. School's out of session. I don't know. I don't know how to end these. <laughs> We're working on it. Yeah. <laughs>